I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cheese and pickle. All of television history is contained in the box of delights. Hello, I'm Julia Rayside. Each episode, my guest chooses a favourite TV memory to talk about. Joining me today is the writer and broadcaster, Sally Hughes. Sally, welcome. Hello. Hi. So what have you brought for me today? I have brought the scene in The Sopranos in which Christopher experiences his intervention. So he walks into the room and everyone is there. Carmela is there, Silvio is there, Paulie Walnuts is there, Tony himself is there, um, Adriana. They're all sitting around to tell him that enough is enough. His heroin addiction is out of control. He's become a truly terrible person and he needs to go into rehab and there is uh, a therapist there who's orchestrated the whole thing. Christopher, we're here to talk about your drug problem. What? Jesus Christ, you fucking kidding me? I'm sorry, baby, please. No, fuck this shit. You've been told once. Now sit down. Sit down. And it's brilliant. And so they all, one by one, have to tell Christopher why he needs to seek rehabilitation. And they've all written it down on a piece of paper so they can sort of rather <laughs> stiltedly read it themselves the script. Exactly. And Christopher... Uh, at this point, Christopher doesn't really know that everyone knows he has a heroin addiction. And I imagine you've seen The Sopranos in its entirety. Sally, what, can I just when, stop you? What the fuck? <laughs> See, her face is already gone. So, Are you joking? Um, I'm choosing this podcast <laughs> to, to out myself to you <gasps> as um, someone who's never watched a whole episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> Do you want to leave? You can leave. You're, you're absolutely Okay, tell me why. I'm trying to keep an open mind. Well, there's a lot of TV. And you look like you're going to kill me. Um, there's a lot of TV out there. And when this came up, and I, all I heard was, it, and obviously I, do, I write about it for a living. So it's an avalanche of TV constantly coming at my face. Um, and someone said it's about gangsters. And I was like, yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll come mm-hmm. to it later. And then just other stuff came along. And then I didn't watch it like maybe for a year after everyone else started to rave about it. And I was like, oh, I must do that. And it just kept on being put off. And I understand. I, I understand. <clears throat> I'm very bad for refusing to read hot books. So books mm. that are massive, I never, I never yeah, read them. Me it too. irritates me that I'm supposed to read them. <laughs> yes. And so I, I'm with you so far. Mm-hmm. However, what I would say about The Sopranos, as somebody who, d- who knows <clears throat> you very well yeah. and knows how much you love television... It's not like those others. No, it's I can such, see that already. It's such a magnificent, beautifully written... It's very delicate, isn't it? It's so delicate. Okay, I happen to love the gangster genre. I, yeah. I adore The Godfather, adore Casino and Goodfellas and all of that. Yeah. However, it's not... It's not no. about that. It's about the choices we make and, it's and the relationships comic. we have. Oh, I mean, just I mean, this scene hilarious. that you've chosen. I was, I was already starting to laugh just thinking about the dog. Were you? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's well, just go on. So explain where we are with this scene. So, so it's an intervention. Okay, this so, guy is drugged up to the eyeballs. So, so Christopher, who is Tony's favourite, it's his son, right? 
No, no, oh, no. Oh, just no. a member of the family. Yes, he's a member of the family. Um, his son is called TJ, who's a child. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Christopher is kind of Tony's most trusted. He's not a goon. He's clever. He yeah. dreams of being a filmmaker. Ah. From the very beginning of The Sopranos, he is a heroin addict. We never see him not being a heroin addict, yeah. but it's very, very undercover. Um, he doesn't know that anybody knows. And in fact, he knows that there's a good chance he'll be whacked if anyone finds out, because uh-huh. of course, not a safe pair of hands if you're strung out on, on yeah, gear. Yeah, he can't be trusted, yeah. Yeah, so he hides it. He is in a relationship with a, a mole type called Adriana, who's brilliant. She's a really good actor. She, My God, she's good. She's so good. And so he's been keeping this deception going for some time, but of course he hasn't. People are picking up on things. He's become careless. He's played fast and loose. He's been letting down the team. And so he walks into work one day, having dropped a few balls, and everyone is just sitting there waiting for him, including Tony, who, as much as he adores him and loves him, he fears him the most because Tony holds his life and career in his He's terrifying too, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And obviously so perfectly played by Gandolfini, yeah. who I, I'm, I'm still not over it. No, 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 me either. In fact, I can't believe I haven't watched this because of the amount of like lust I have for him. He's, oh, just, he's oh, so gorgeous. Oh, my God. I mean, you would shag Tony, right? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yes, I would, would definitely would have, for sure. So this entire scene is just magnificent. And I, I suppose I love it for so many reasons, kind of for the reason that I think your initial... Um, fear about the Sopranos was yeah. wrong in that it's not really about being a gangster no, it's, it's not, about it? relationships it's about how we talk to the people we love and how little we tell them and how little we relate to them yeah. and everything and it's brilliant and nuanced and, and delicately done in that way but it's also howlingly funny it's really funny so when when people are telling him all the things he did wrong so there's um, Adriana's really upset because uh, Christopher killed her dog oh, God, and the way so he killed awful. her dog was uh, she. so she has this tiny little dog called Cosette. I imagine it was quite a small small dog. It's a little dog called Cosette who... So a character um, from Lame is another nice detail like gangsters calling their dogs after. <laughs> Brilliant. Broadway exactly. Um, she's had this dog <clears throat> since the beginning of the series. She carries this dog around in her kind of handbag and stuff. And he comes home one night and he's watching TV and he takes a load of smack and he gouges out and loses consciousness and doesn't realise he sat on oh the dog. He sat on Cosette. She comes in <laughs> And this is how we get to the intervention because she walks in and he's killed her beloved yeah. dog. Christopher, I love you very much. My only dream is that we have a happy life together. The last few months, things have got very bad with us because of you using drugs all the time. You're high all the time and I can't take it. Be specific, hon. When we first started going out, we made love all the time. Now, because of the drugs... Jesus, is this fucking necessary? Go ahead, Adriana. You can no longer function as a man. Last week, when I came home to learn that you had killed our dog, that was the final straw. Oh. You killed the dog? What'd you do that for? It was an accident. Oh, what was it, barking? He sat on the wall. He was high. And she's absolutely devastated about that. And it's funny because when she puts forward that testimony as part of the intervention, Tony, who runs a murderous (laughs) gangster family, is so angry and upset. (laughs) Why did you do that? Why did you kill the dog? He's so so disgusted by it and gets quite emotional. He does, yeah. Because for him, that's brutal. That's such brutality and... um, it's such a terrible thing to do. He's really angry about it, despite the fact that um, members of his gang have killed and raped and 
and God maimed what, yeah. and, and all sorts of things and continue to do so mm-hmm. after that moment. It's the dog that gets him, brilliant. So there's that. Uh, then she also says during her testimony that he can no longer perform as a man, which That's is a right. brilliant moment. What a great choice of words as well. <laughs> it's so great. It's such a great euphemism because she's sort of, it's almost as though she doesn't want to humiliate him. But of course, it's the most humiliating thing you could ever say, especially to a gangster. And then we just get a flash of Paulie Walnut's face. Um, Paulie being the kind of oldest guy yeah, yeah. In, in Tony's family, his face, Excreamed, he just like glances yeah. at the others and you know that's banked. You know that's banked yeah. for later, for yeah. tearing into him. Uh, Carmela, Tony's wife, says that um, he was strung up at Tony's mother's funeral and we go around. But my favourite, <laughs> my favourite moment is Silvio. And Silvio, I think, is possibly my favourite character yeah. in The Sopranos. He's so, a man of few words, isn't he? He's just economical with his words. Yeah, and he's got that sort of ludicrous gangster lacquered haircut and he's, you know, a bit spatsy and a bit spivvy, unlike He looks the extraordinary, sort of like a real set hairdo. It's a very unusual look. Yeah, and of course, have you seen Van Zandt in real life? He wears a kind of headband and plays in Bruce Springsteen's band. Oh, my band. God, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's like a an ageing wow. rocker. Wow, ooh. Kind of hey Ashbury type. Anyway, so Silvio, with his diamond stick pin and so on, intervenes and <laughs> says, When I came in to open up one morning, there you were with your head half in the toilet. Your hair was in the toilet water. Disgusting. I told you I had the flu. I said my piece, Chrissy. Disgusting. <laughs> and that's the end of his intervention. That's all he's I said, got to I said say. my piece, Chrissy. <laughs> that's it. He shuts up. It is brilliant. It is it's a testament to the writing of the thing. And you, you're right. I have to watch it. God knows when I'm going to find the time. I it's know. What, five series I know that you would love it. Yeah. I know that you would love it. Anyone would love it. I truly, truly believe, as somebody who would rather watch telly than literally anything yeah. else in life, yeah, yeah. I truly believe it's the greatest TV programme of all and time. And people keep saying that and it's driving me mad. So, you know, I'm going to have to just It's give not in. breaking bad. It's not one of those hot shows no. that are just kind of cracky and you really want to see them. It's not that. Yeah. It's, it's a masterpiece. It's such a beautiful character study. That um, is my favourite kind of telly. And I've watched it in its entirety twice <laughs> and I still, every time I see it, see new things about it and appreciate new things about it. It's just wonderful. Everyone should watch The Sopranos. Every single episode is far better than most good films. Do you have a favourite episode? Uh, Yes. So there's a brilliant episode called The Pine Barrens where we see Paulie and Christopher and they are broken down in the middle of woodland in freezing cold oh. and they are it's a bottle episode they're just trapped oh, amazing they're just trapped in the they're car good. and they're dying of hypothermia and they find a bit of old carpet that they wrap around them um I think it was directed by Steve Buscemi actually Ooh, um, interesting okay and they are wrapped in these bits of old carpet and they have no food and Paulie starts eating sachets of condiments that he finds <laughs> under a seat nice. uh, for nutrition. It's so perfect. It's such a perfect episode. And if you went to the cinema and spent 25 quid on a night out and saw it, you would consider it a steal. Amazing. It's just amazing. It was, the Sopranos was when... I think uh, everyone started talking about TV as an equal to cinema. It suddenly became more ambitious, just the sense better of written, scale. better everything. Yeah, the sense of scale. It's so it's so ambitious, as you say, and it's it's so epic and sprawling. And and I truly believe whether people love it as much as I do or not, I truly believe it's the best acting in a drama. Yeah, 
of any drama because they have a the lot ensemble of, is extraordinary yeah you're right because it, with the epic scale of it there's still a lot of focus on just their feelings how they feel and there's there's a lot of incredible just communicating with eyes acting just you know there's a lot of really good stuff in the script but the script is brilliant for leaving stuff out from the bit I've seen just really good at letting the actors convey the emotions yeah there are just... certain partnerships within it this Tony and Christopher have very special moments together obviously this Tony and Dr Melfi his psychiatrist which is the sort of anchor to the whole show yeah, yeah. it's Tony's therapy that's the journey we're on. Ah, okay. It's yes, it's about Tony's therapy, and then we see the world around it. Um, but Tony and Carmela's scenes as a married couple are just incredible. There's some magic voodoo cosmic telepathy shit going on between wow. them. It's really incredible. It it makes it even harder to swallow the fact that years later. Edie Falco would, for a short time, date Nasty Nick from Big Brother. Do you remember that? That was so mad. The world's colliding there. was like, no, I, my brain so can't mad. accept this. <laughs> it's really fucking that. weird. God. I know. That was so peculiar, wasn't it? Bit, bit of a left field thing there. He must have just gone out to That LA was like Darius and Natasha Henstridge, wasn't it? That yes, was really a very weird. odd. You know, they, they never last. You know, those worlds cannot coexist. Um, the one good thing is I've still got it all to watch, so that's nice. And two, I've still managed to avoid knowing what happens at the end. I don't know how it finishes and no one's told me and so I've actually got the whole thing to look forward to rather than, you know, a version of where I know something's I desperately, uh, yeah, I desperately want to discuss it with you because that Mm. in itself is a six-hour conversation minimum. I've heard, I've heard people, you know, glimpses of, you know, I've had glimpses of people talking about it and thought, I'm not going to listen, one day I will watch and so I've managed to keep myself away from it. But no, I will. Thank you for bringing that because you may actually have just uh, introduced me to my next box set obsession. I, fi- I finally see that I, I need to I think they watch are this. all on there. I think you can watch them in their entirety on Sky Atlantic if oh, you've really? got a Skybox. Yeah, I do. think, mm. yeah. I think you can Excellent. watch them all. Thank you so much for bringing that. Now, before you go, there is a box of delights in front of you. Would okay. you please open the lid? Airwolf or Streethawk? It's a tough one. Okay, well, here's my Sopranos <laughs> moment. I literally never have <laughs> no! seen a single episode of either. Dude, you had five brothers. What were you all doing? I know. Well, four brothers, and I was raised very much as a boy. Five, but we, four, we whatever. Watched, <laughs> we watched the A-Team, we watched that kind of stuff, but no. No Streethawk or Airwolf? No. God damn it. So I couldn't, I couldn't say. All mate. right, favourite member of the A-Team then. <laughs> Favourite member of the A-team. Um, oh, Mr T. It's got to be Mr T, Obviously. surely. He's, yes, got the, he's got the best look. He's got the jewellery. He's got the fear of flying. Like, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's me without the jewellery. <laughs> I mean, with it, yeah, you know what I mean. Thank you very much for coming. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. You can find links to the YouTube clips from today's episode on our Twitter feed at Box Delights Pod. Come and say hello. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.